This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com We read Parashat Amalek, the explanation of the Psukim, Zachor et asher asalecha Amalek baderech betzetchem mimitzrayim. Simple understanding in Rashi to those Psukim. One has a mitzvat aseh and a mitzvat lot aseh to remember what Amalek did to us when we came out of Mitzrayim. And we'll see in a second what exactly he did. And the mitzvah to say is mentioned over here, Zachor et asher asalecha Amalek, remember what Amalek did to you. And in the end, it ends off with Lot Ishkach, which means those psukim are wrapped. The three psukim that we read in Parashat Zachor are wrapped with starting Zachor, mitzvah to say, to remember what Amalek did to us, and ends up with Lot Ishkach, do not remember Atseh and Lot Atseh. What indeed did Amalek do? Asher karcha baderech. What does it mean, asher karcha baderech? Those words, karcha. What does it mean? So Rashi gives us three explanations to the word asher karcha baderech. Says Rashi, open up the chumash and see inside. Asher karcha baderech leshon mikre. Lashon mikre means that mikre means something that happens, not planned. Coincidence. Coincidence. Amalek is known to be giving us such a feeling of coincidence. Everything in the world is a coincidence. Co- co- coincidentally, Amalek happened to come and fight Am Israel. It wasn't planned. Where it, really, in reality, the Torah tells us that Amalek comes whenever Am Israel are doing something wrong. As Rashi mentions over here, that the connection of Parashat Amalek in the end of Perek of uh, Parashat Kitetze, is with what it says right beforehand. It says beforehand that one has to have measurements that are precise when he does business. So they used to use weights in order to weight the merchandise they're selling. Let's say somebody comes, he wants to buy oil. They would put it for him in a jar. You want to buy flour, they would put it for you in a jar, in a bucket. So if one has, and, and they would measure for it on a scale with weights to see exactly how much you need to, to pay. Once you were not precise, you were trying to cheat in business, your weights are not correct. So therefore, says Rashi, Amalek would come. That's Rashi says, Zachorat asher asalecha, im shikarta v'midot v'mishkalot, says Rashi, if you were cheating with weights, cheating in business, be careful, because now the enemy might come and sting you. As soon as you cheating in business, which is toavat Hashem, Hashem hates this, what happens right afterwards? The enemy comes and he puts you into embarrassment, into a shame, and he fights a war against you. That's Lashon Mikre, that you feel that it happened to be, that, uh, you know, the IRS came, you, came, came to you, where you don't realize that really it came, because you cheated in business. You cheated in business, all of a sudden you have bad things happening to you. Lashon Mikre means you will not realize that everything is planned because of the actions you are doing. And it's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's one explanation in Rashi from the Lashon that it says in the Torah, Asher Karcha Baderech. Second thing is, Lashon Keri Vetum'ah, which means Amalek comes to be Metameh Am Israel, to make us unclean. 
Nekas and pure. What is that? Tum'aruchanit, spiritual and pure, right? Why is that? Because Amalek doesn't only come to fight Am Israel. Amalek is also such that contaminates the head, the neshama, the spirituality, the belief of Am Israel. When you feel coldness to a mitzvah, you feel coldness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You feel disconnection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You feel that you're not there all for the mitzvah you're planning to do. That is because Amalek is starting like, to, to, to dig in your neshama. And one needs to be very careful with that. And that's what it says, Asher karcha baderch karcha milashon keri. Keri is keri v'tum'ah. Keri is a form of tum'ah. That is what Rashi explains. So he just gives us a little bit more explanation. A third explanation is It's the lashon of Asher Karcha is that he cooled us down. How did he cool us down? So that is the explanation that w- was explained before we hear. And Rashi says, Israel, when they came out of Mitzrayim, were such a world empire as to the aspect that people were scared of them. Sometimes you can be a very small nation and you can own an atomic bomb. So everybody's scared to, to start a fight against you because they know they're endangering all the country when they fight against you. So therefore, Am Israel were a small nation without a land, in the desert, but they have an atomic bomb. Anybody, unconventional weapon, anybody that would start with Am Israel will get hurt by the Almighty, the Kadosh Baruch Hu. So nobody wants to start with Am Israel. What happens over here? Amalek said, we'll start. We'll start and we cool down that fear that Am Yisrael shines to the world, gives to the world. We cool that down. There was a mashal, a parable. Chazal tell us a parable. There would be a bath, burning hot. Hot, hot bath. You put your feet, you get burnt. You can't even put a finger in there. It was bo- it's boiling hot. That was Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael were hot. Anybody would be so scared to put his finger to to there was one man that said, you know what? I'll jump inside. I'll get burnt, but at least now it will be cooled down and everybody else could be able, would be able to also jump in the bath. And this is exactly what Amalek did. Amalek said, you know what? I'm Israel scaring the whole world. Let me fight with them. I'll get burnt. I understand that I'll get burnt. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a way of committing suicide. I'll get hurt. But in the end, everybody else will be able to come and fight Am Israel. And that is basically when you have a suicide attack. What are you trying to do in a suicide attack? They're trying to make such a demonstration that it's not the end of the world. You could indeed fight those that you're committing the suicide attack against, although they are dying, but the gaining that other people would be able to continue the fight. This is called Asher Karcha Baderich. He cooled you down. Karcha Milshon Kor. 
ויזנף בך כל הנחשלים אחריך. What does it mean, ויזנף בך כל הנחשלים אחריך? Such strange words. The answer to this is, ויזנף בך לשון, רש"י says, לשון זנב. What does it mean, זנב? מכת זנב חותך מילות וזורק על פני מעלה. עמלק used to cut the ברית מילה of those that he caught and throw it to a Kadosh Bukhwes to say, look at that, what did they help you? What, is the, what, what did the ברית מילה help for anything? So he would be throwing those towards a Kadosh Bukhu. Now some explain that it doesn't mean literally that they, he threw it to the Shamaim. Rather, it means that he threw words to the Shamaim. What does it help? You see, the Brit Milah doesn't help you, and Am Yisrael doesn't help HaKadosh Buhu in any way. So we would start causing over here Am Yisrael to weaken Am Yisrael Emunah with that as well. That's called Vaizanev Bechar, as she says, Makat Zanav. Who did he do it to? To all Am Yisrael? No. Kol Enecheshalim Acharecha. What does it mean, כל הנחשלים אחריך? רש"י says, נחשלים מלשון חלש. חלש means weak. רש"י, חסרי כוח מחמת חטאם שהיה הענן פולטן. There was be a ענן, a cloud, the glory cloud. Anybody that would be under that ענן would have been protected 100%. Why? Because the ענן has the שכינה. You know, whenever you have שכינה, you would normally be... Uh, surrounded with a cloud, many, many times in, in the Har Sinai and many other times that the Shekhinah Kedoshah would be inside the cloud. That cloud that would be on top of Am Yisrael at the Midbar, anybody that would be under that cloud would have been protected. But there are people that would sin. Can you see under the cloud? Indeed, you could see, just like when you come to the shul, the Shekhinah Kedoshah in the shul. But you can also sin in a shul, because Yetzirah doesn't let go of you. It doesn't let go. Even when you come to shul, it doesn't let go of you. You speak Lashon Ara, you start looking at your phone, you start doing all things that you're not allowed to do, fights. How many fights you have in a shul? Yetzirah doesn't let go even in a shul. Although it says in Chazal, Dawat, Im Pagabecha Menuval Zeif, the Yetzirah finds you in the street, Moshcheu Lebet HaMidrash, Im Evenu Nizmoach, Im Barzelu Mitpotzetz, which means... If you pull him into the Beit Midrash, he's not going to be able to fight against you in there. But that's only to the Yetzirah of looking at the wrong things, having Hihurim at the wrong things. But there's still the Yetzirah of fighting, Lashon doing the wrong things, talking wrong things in a shul, doing a lot of different Averot that are still possible to do in a shul. Comes the Torah Kedosha and says over here, כל הנחשלים אחריך, those that were weak, which means, what kind of weakness? We're not talking about physical weakness, rather, מחמת חטאם. Once a person sins, he becomes weak. Weak means that the Anan is not anymore protecting him, and Amalek, he would be out of the Anan territory, Amalek would be able to catch him, and hurt him the way we explained before, מכת זנב, and that would be the end of him. At that time, we're weak, and we're uh, weak physically, which means not physically, not uh, spiritually as we spoke a second ago. We're Am Yisrael, not Yare Elohim. Rashi tells us, no, it doesn't go on Am Yisrael. Lo Yare Elohim goes on Amalek. Amalek was not, didn't have fear of Hashem. Although some which on him learned that it goes on 
Am Israel as well, but over here it means in Rashi that Amalek was not the Elohim. And therefore, Vaya Baniach Adonai Elohech Alecha Mikol Oivecha Misaviv Baaretz Asher Adonai Elecha Noten Lecha Nachala Lerishta. When you gain uh, the Eretz Israel, you'll be able to sit and settle in Eretz Israel. Don't forget the mitzvah to do what? You have to wipe the memory of Amalek. Everything that belongs to Amalek, not only the people, the babies, everything, but not only the humans, even any animal that belongs to Amalek, whether it's an ox, whether it's a sheep. Nothing should be left that you'll be able to say, oh, that house belongs to Amalek, that cow belongs to Amalek. No, everything that reminds Amalek should be wiped out from the earth. This is the explanation of Parashat Amalek in the end of Kitetzeh. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.